This is Ask Dr. E, where Dr. Michael Easley answers your biblical or theological questions in 10 minutes or less. Today's question, how do you know Christ is in you? I look back on my words and don't see a very nice person. I can relate to this. I have asked him to change Mm. me and I keep repeating the same things. Wow. And, you know, I, I love the concern that she has, mm. you know, for this. And, and let me say at the onset, I think Christians, when we struggle with conviction and I'm not a good person and I said this, I mean, goodness, I've said things in the last 10 days that I wish I could recall. Yeah. yeah. The sensitivity to that is not just a guilty conscience. Yeah. I truly believe that's God's spirit at work in us. Yeah, that's good. And so if I'm sensitive to my sin it sounds terrible. That's a good thing. Right. Well, I think it's evidence. Yeah. It's evidence that the Holy Spirit is working in you. And I don't think it's just a guilty conscience because yeah. we can suppress a guilty conscience. We can, you know, and, and we'll talk a little bit more about what's going on here. But th- this is a yeah. uh, important question. First verse that popped into my mind is Galatians 2.20. Do you know Galatians 2.20 by memory? Not off the top of my head, no. I've been crucified with Christ. Mm-hmm. It is no longer I who live, but, but Christ, Christ lives, lives in, in me. me. And the life, this is so important that I now live in the flesh Okay. I live by faith mm. in the Son of God who delivered himself up for me. Wow. I still remember memorizing that in college. I was, you know, no television, no internet, no nothing. And I'm reading my Bible and it like hit me like wow. two bricks. Yeah. This was the sanctification verse for me. Yeah. Whoa. I still live in the flesh. I still struggle, but I live by faith. Mm. So a couple of verses because I wanted, I wanted to good. give her a little more help. Romans 6, 7, and 8 is a section of three chapters that I would encourage every Christian to spend some time in. Mm -hmm. Spend three months' devotion. Do a month in each one. Take notes copiously. Chapter 6, we have that we're dead to sin. We're alive in Christ. We're no longer slaves to sin, but slaves to Christ. Chapter 7 is this torment. That That's Paul right. says, yeah. I wish I didn't do the things that I yeah. do. And it ends, and we should read it with, who will deliver me? Yeah. And then 8 1 is the crescendo. You know, there is therefore now no condemnation mm. for those who are in Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus. So there was a little book by Simon Greenleaf, I think, maybe I have the name wrong, called The Green Letters, okay. that was kind of about this little trilogy of chapters. Mm-hmm. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 reads, therefore, if you have been raised up with Christ, mm-hmm. keep seeking the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on earth. For you have died. Notice this is a conditional. If you have, mm. you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Mm. When Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. So I think there's this now, not yet theology that runs around mm-hmm. that's it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of helpful, but this passage is so interesting. You have died, and your life is hidden mm. with Christ in God, mm-hmm. when Christ, who is our life. So we've died, and then Paul says mm-hmm. he's our life, is revealed. So there's this future, ex, you know, we're going to be understanding it. Yeah. Then you will be revealed with him in glory. So mm-hmm. that we have enough theology in the New Testament that says if you've trusted in Christ and Christ alone, yeah. he lived 
he died, he was buried, came back from the dead. If yeah. you put your trust in Christ alone, then you are now in him. You're forgiven. Mm-hmm. His Holy Spirit indwells you. Yep. And now I walk by yep. faith. Yep. And you've heard me say a thousand times, God's word, God's spirit, yep. God's people. For Christians who doubt, yeah. for Christians who it doesn't bother them. Mm-hmm. When they sin, Mm -hmm. if apathy starts to reign, I don't care. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. One to one. They're not in the word. They're not asking Christ's spirit to control them. And they're not around believers. Now, let me caveat the last part, which I've been doing in just the last year when I talk about this. Mm -hmm. You need other Christians that are mature and maturing. Yeah. Not just hanging out with people that are, you know, your people that are Christians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so how do you measure that? Do you ever talk about the Lord? Yeah. What's the Lord teaching you, Hannah? Yeah. Yeah. What's going on in your marriage? What's it like parenting three young kids? Yeah. What's what's God teaching you about this chapter? You know what my hairdresser asked me when I sat in her chair last week? She said, you know, first she's like, what's going on with you guys? What have you been praying about this week? That's what she asked me. Nice. What have you been praying about? And I thought... That's a beautiful yeah. question because it narrows down to like, you really are hearing like, uh, what's on your heart? I have been praying. Well, it's that. <laughs> and it's like, what, yeah, are, what no. are you worried about right now? What's on uh-huh. your heart? What's, you know, what's heavy for you? But then it's the reflection of like, are you giving this to the Lord or not? Yeah, are you? Yeah. Anyway, I'm like, dang girl. Okay. I see you. I want to be around people like that. Yeah, me too. My my closest, you know, friends that I've been friends with, a group of guys, some of them, you know, 50 years. Yeah. And we talk about all kinds of stuff, but if we're around the campfire, metaphorically or literally, Mm -hmm. we're talking about, you know, what Lord's teaching us, how we're as a parent or grandparent or husband. I can't imagine living the Christian life apart from God's word, God's spirit, and God's people. And so that becomes the three-legged stool that will wobble whenever we get one of those out of line. And it, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I don't want to say 100%, but I'm going to say 99% of the time. When people come and they talk about apathetic or I don't mm-hmm. care, don't believe, they're not in the Word. Yeah, They're not Ephesians 5, yep. uh, 13, I need to be controlled by the Spirit of yep. Christ. And they're not around other believers that are mature. You can be real in the sense of, yep. man, I, I'm struggling with this. I, you know, I hate my husband right now. I love him, but I don't like him. I hate mm-hmm. my wife right now. My mm-hmm. kids are driving me nuts. I'm not a good dad. That's Romans 7 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to me. So what's the line? Because you clearly said, you know, this is how you know that you are in Christ and that the Holy Spirit is in you by faith. So you can know the Holy Spirit is in you and working through you. But we know in a ton of Pauline literature, you know, it's put off these things, put off your old self, put on Christ, clothe yourself with Christ. So there, you know, I, I think always the struggle... For, for me still with sanctification, but in on conversation, God does the work of sanctifying us, but we do have a part to play. There is a cooperation with God's word and God's spirit. The problem is if I start basing a works construct that's totally. going to sanctify me, totally. and this is a very fine line, uh, not to nuance it or make it hard theologically, yeah. but I, that's why I use the three-legged stool thing, right. because if I think they're not perfect in the sense that this is the only way I measure it, but if apathy starts to reign, mm-hmm. if I, mm-hmm. I'm pulling away from these things, then I'm not putting on, I'm not clothing, I'm not walking worthy. Mm-hmm. It's hard for us to love to obey. Yeah. But if I love him, I will want to obey him, you know, and I mean, Jesus owns words. If you love me, you will obey my commands. Now, we have to be careful with 
because I obey, he loves. That gets right. back to this right. work tank. Right. I think hardwired in all of us is the desire, if I do this, I'm better. Totally. And that's legalism, Armenianism, which is simply you can lose your salvation if you don't have enough good works. Right. We used to joke in seminary with Dr. John Hanna. He would say, on a good day, maybe I'm saved. Right. <laughs> on a bad day, not right. so much. Right. Which is a terrible way to live the Christian life. Yeah. The efficacious work, the effective work of Christ, life, death, burial, and trusting in Christ and Christ alone for our salvation has to be the foundation. Yeah. Sanctification is always going to be yep. rocky. Yep. And Christians that tell you otherwise, I would stay away from. Okay, what's your encouragement to our anonymous friend who said, I asked him to change me and I keep repeating the same things. I mean, that's really discouraging. I, I feel that that discouragement and disappointment on her behalf. 100%. So what, what's 100%. the... God's What's your word, pastor God's advice? word, okay. God's spirit, God's people. Okay. Do you have some other folks around you? Yeah. And you say, you know, it, let, let's talk about an obvious one, a men in pornography. Yeah. And they know, and they go back to it again yeah. and again Lord and again and again. I know, I know, and yeah. he doesn't. Yeah. Or a person that's uh, sexually yeah. confused. Sure. And God won't take it away. Yeah. God's word, God's spirit, and this is where God's people come along. Yep. I need to be around other mature Christians who are growing in that arena. As I began... The conviction of the Holy Spirit is good in the sense that he's calling us home. Yes. In the 1940s, they used to talk about the hound of heaven, uh-huh. that, that uh-huh. he would chase you and yeah. relentlessly, you know, he got you up a tree or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would add to that, he's not there to bite you. He's there so yeah. you'll pet him. You yeah. know, come down yeah. and, and relate to me again yeah. if we're going to take that. Analogy Silly analogy too far. Too far. <laughs> but, but point being, the Holy Spirit is not tenaciously making our life miserable. Yeah. The personal work of Christ, yes, convicting of sin yeah. for the goal mm-hmm. of bringing us back to fellowship. Mm-hmm. And when you get deep into the study of fellowship with the Trinity, not fellowship with people, yeah. for me to have a fellowship with Christ, I've got to be aligned to his word mm-hmm in step with the spirit. Jeff Packer wrote a very good work on this called Keeping in Step with the Spirit. Mm. It's a pretty easy read, but it's also pretty heavy in the yeah. sense that how do I cooperate without it being a work of the flesh? Because uh-huh. if I'm doing the work of the flesh and see, I'm a legalist. Right. right. And if I say, oh, it doesn't matter, I can live how I want because he'll forgive me. Now yeah. I'm in licentiousness. Yeah. So we have you know legalism, liberty, and licentiousness. And I often joke about the only time we're in balance is when we go from one extreme to the other. You know, we kind of overcompensate. Uh, I, I need to do better. Oh, it doesn't yeah. matter what I do. No, yeah. liberty is a is a good place. So I would just say I'm glad she struggles. That tells me more than anything that it bothers her mm-hmm. or him. Mm-hmm. That was where I would call a Robert or a Dave or a Seth or whomever in my world, a Jim or a George. I'd say, man, I'm really going back to this again and again and yeah. again and again and again. Eight out of 10 times, they'll say, you know, I did the same thing with such and such. Right, right. Let's pray for each other. Yeah. Don't lose heart. Yeah. He still loves you. Yeah. He still loves you and me in our sin. And that, to me, is the marvel of this whole thing, that he can love a sinner like me. Yeah, man. All right. If you've got a question for Dr. E, call us, text us, email us. Ask Dr. E is produced by me, Hannah Seymour, mixed and mastered by Sonamorphic, and music composed by Jason Germain. 